briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. And I'm your other co-host, Aubrey. Wait, Aubrey, before we start this episode, no, I want to say right up front, before no. the end, one of Let's us will die. Terrence, don't. <laughs> Please. I'll stop wishing for Ryan back to stop this. Wait, what was this? What kind it of was opening all- was this? <laughs> Oh, oh, no, nope, no, I'm sorry, we're moving past it. Okay, so we start on night one. <laughs> I mean, I, that's all I really have to say is just why. My my notes about to get progressively worse as he shows up more and more. <laughs> I, like, I know the ratings have apparently been worse, but this yeah. is not the solution. I can yeah, guarantee okay. you, this is I'm, not I'm just gonna... the fix. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. My first note for this entire episode is Terrence, ew. <laughs> My word was lame, but. <laughs> well, this was before he even started talking. Like, I just saw him staring at me and I was like, no. I mean, it wasn't a flatter. Let's, let's actually go into it, please, God. Let's not okay. go Terrence. So, night one, we get. Max and Justin making out, and everyone coming into the house, and Remy going the fuck off on Jonathan. Oh, Remy goes right for him, and then, like, a little bit of a half-assed swipe at Nor, but but only out of yeah. convenience. Yeah! Oh my god. Oh my god. A great quote from him is, how many, con- like, he af- it's after he asked Jonathan how many conversations they've had since their date on week two. Um, and Jonathan says, None. And Remy replies, none. None. Zero. <laughs> so what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I do want to, really honestly, any part of that quote could be the title. So what the fuck was that? None, none, zero. Anything. I don't care. Oh, it was very good. I think Remy was way too mean, but like, I get it. You know? I... <laughs> like, I, what, what can you really say? If, if, if. If we were in person, I would have been like, okay, Rems, like, let's calm down. Um, Rems is our nickname when we're, like, close. It doesn't matter. There's a whole fantasy world in my head. Um, <laughs> but watching him on TV, I couldn't feel bad because finally someone was saying everything I have wanted to be screaming this whole season at Jonathan. I know. I know. And Jonathan, and like even like Jenna trying to defend Jonathan, I get it. Like he didn't deserve that much, right? But like, at the same time, I'm like, shut up, Jenna, let it happen. <laughs> oh, it. So on the topic of Jonathan, I guess oh. we then have this whole <laughs> Basit and Jonathan fucking thing. I, and can we talk about the first thing Jonathan said, really, about it? Is it? Yes, please. Um, I mean, I don't have the direct quote, but I've paraphrased him. Same. Where 
where he says, oh, yeah, no, you were totally my number two. But now that my number one's gone, you're my new number one. Yeah, no, like, like now that I now that I definitely can't get my first choice, of course, I'm going to come to yeah, you. Yeah, my second choice becomes my first. You've been my first choice ever since my real first choice left. So and thank, isn't that something? So, like, I get that Basit is now stuck in this, like, I know Jonathan's my match. and I'm going to have to make this work sort of thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that they at least make a firm point of Jonathan, you're going to have to come to me on this one this time. Yeah. It's, you're going to have to fight a, for me now. It's such a powerful line. It's at least a little bit, you know, it's better than nothing. I also like that. They clearly, um, that th- I like that the producers clearly were like, I'm sorry, Bissett, you can't say that you statistically know. <laughs> You have to say, I believe that there is a strong chance. That was my biggest problem with this whole thing with Basit and Jonathan, was that to me it was so obviously like there were other hands in this pot because it just sort of has to be now. And and like the, the tip, I don't know, the failure to acknowledge it just made it feel so strange and awkward the entire time, which we'll get back to. But no, I'm, I'm going to actually stick on this for a little bit longer. Let's do it. So, I mean, I'm just going to fucking watch the episode before you listen to our podcast, guys. We say it every week. <laughs> um, at the end-ish, middle end of the season, or of the episode, we learn that Jonathan and Bosset are a perfect match, which the math already told us. Well, hold um, on now. We're violating our math safe space. But it's not math safe space, because at this point, the show told them. Oh, right. It was already spoiled by the show. Cool. Carry on. That's why I'm saying watch the show first. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. And, like, honestly, if they wanted to do this kind of thing, they should not have had Terrence pop up and announce it. They should have just announced it at that point in the show. Because even if I didn't know that that Basit and Jonathan were a match... Like, the way the episode was structured with neither Basit or Jonathan going on a date with each other, like, and yet them getting so much screen time so heavily, it's so obvious that they are going to be a match before you get to that point. Yeah, the fact that you told us anything makes what's going to happen completely clear. I agree. Right. And it happened twice. They did that twice, too. So Amber and Nor have a little goodbye talk where Amber admits to the camera that she's happy, nor is her match. <laughs> I mean, I have to like admit, same. I was not super invested in this relationship, you know? I'm glad we I didn't. mean, I really like Amber, so I'm pleased. I'm just glad we didn't give it much time. Uh, because then we got to hear Brandon bragging about not being crazy. Well, and what I like is Brandon and Asia are, are sitting there with Max and talking about how much they like each other. And Aisha's like, yeah, and I'm kind of pissed that, like, I didn't get to sit with Brandon because it kind of sucks. And and Max is just so fucking oblivious <laughs> to the fact that he was the reason why. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, no, don't give up on it, you guys. You've got this. I know, that was the, fu- like, <laughs> clearly the entire conversation was lost on him if that was his reply, which I really love. Fully, and I love it. <laughs> And then we get Kai and Nor. Yeah. So it opens with Kai going to talk to Nor because they both had a similar thing happen to them, which was actually really thoughtful. And yeah, like, I don't know. It was a nice gesture. Yeah. And then it takes a turn. 
because Kai announces that he's still very much into Jenna to Nor. And then he decides, oh, you know what? The best thing to do now is to go tell Jenna. Right. Like, there's such a leap here from like, oh, yeah, I want to talk to Nor about the fact that I'm also having trouble moving on to like, oh, well, I guess I can just give up on the moving on. Like, that was optional, right? Yeah. Um, And I like that we see them sort of go off and, you know, they kiss for a second because they're toxic. Um, And fucking Remy sniffs them out like a fucking (laughs) bloodhound. And is like, no! <laughs> he's the relationship police now, or the match police. Yeah, he's the match I love, police. Yeah. I like that he fucking, like, you can see, he, like, I love that he's, like, not even in focus and back when he, like, puts his hands together and, like, is like, break it up! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's come for Jonathan, he's coming for them. Right. And then Remy gives Jenna a good pep talk about how Kai's a slut and she needs to just get over it. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Uh, did you also notice in the background that Kai literally bows out? Like, two hands yes. together and bows. <laughs> yes. It's hilarious. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I hate Kai and Jenna so much together. I genuinely like them both so much individually. Well, I mean, Kai goes and then jumps on Jasmine, so no problem there anymore, apparently. <laughs> right. I'm like I'm just saying one of their quotes from this episode is I'm acting out which is such a player line and we've been giving oh. Kai a lot of passes but to acknowledge it and do it anyway Oh yeah I'm acting out is also a great uh title It is a really good one it sums up this episode oh. pretty good It does and yeah I have more words on Kai but I I have them for later in the show Right Um so then it goes to the next morning and so we get a Jonathan and Basit talk, and I mean, nothing really is said. I mean, okay, no, honestly, Jonathan says, oh, I never, like, realized, like, there were layers to you and that there was more to you, when literally, like, two weeks ago, Jonathan said to Basit, like, you could be my perfect match. Right? So, it's like, such bullshit. Which is it? It's such right. bullshit. It's not. It's like, such bullshit. Whatever. Like you're allowed to change your mind, but these are bullshit reasons, right? Yeah. It's like even now that Jonathan is on the right path, he's still making every wrong move. It just all feels so half true, you know. Mm-hmm. It feels like he doesn't want to admit that. Oh, you know, I, I fully wanted to fuck Justin, so I completely ignored you and the emotional connection we had. So instead, I'm going to pretend like none of that emotional connection was there. I don't know. The whole thing is just so awkward constantly. Can we talk about Dr. Frankie? Yeah, I like the <laughs> she's here for the challenge. I mean, they had to get her in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. These episodes are running tight. Um, so this one's called Red Flag Alert. Uh-huh. Um, and we get the two pickiest people in the house, Brandon and Nor. Are you not going to ask me my title? Have I been demoted so far? I don't know. Last time I, you were just pissed off that Terrence said a title, so I was going to just not enrage you. <laughs> well, I, I had a good alliteration one this time, because it's Picky People's okay. Panel for Pet Peeves. Oh, that's solid. Thank you. Want, did you. Did you come up with that instantly? Almost. Nice. I put a little Picky effort into it. I mean, yeah. I was really mad I couldn't turn the word for into something with a P. 
picky pickiest peoples pick pet peeves yeah sorry we're yeah not this yep uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. so who's ignored um, red flags oh fuck i've got it pickiest people pick players pets peeves yep i had <gasps> pick pick personal pet peeves uh, it's starting to feel it's their pet peeves but it's starting to feel Anyways. forest aubrey <laughs> shut the fuck up i hate you um so brandon and or are the two pickiest people shit in the house um wait they shit in the house <laughs> fuck you so brandon and or are the two pickiest people in the house and the rules are um pet peeves of theirs are going to pop up onto the screen and uh they're going to have to call out whose red flag it is like who does it which I like a game where two people just have to call out other people in the house. Also, the way um, they phrase this, it took me, a, maybe it was yeah. me, but I feel like it took me a long time to figure out what the fuck was happening. And well, like, and, how, and, the way, and, and in what direction this was going. Yeah, because they're like, once we establish who it is, and I'm like, okay, so the house is like voting. And it's like, no, 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 we're just going to tell you. Yeah, they, And then it was like, and then at the end, they'll pick who they want to go on a date with. And I'm like, who will? Like, is there no points? <laughs> is this just like a fun game before they both get to just pick two dates? The points don't matter. And the, I mean, this, so the whole poll thing, first of all, still sort of feels like, we don't know how the polling works. This just sort of feels like them picking two people, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, and then the rules were really, I don't know, this was just a bad game. I felt like it could have been fun. I disagree. I think the game was fine. I think everything surrounding it, the explanation of the rules, the execution of the rules, that's what was bad. Because the, the core idea, and if they had just done it better, this would have been great. Maybe. I don't know. But the, out- Anyways. the outcome, can we go to that? Yeah, Brandon crushes Nor. <laughs> but it's okay. Nor wins anyway. Because again, they just picked these two people to go on dates. Well, yeah. So Brandon got to pick his two people that he wanted. Um, Brandon picked Asia and Bassett. Yep. Whereas Nor was assigned the two people who had the most of her pet peeves. So also, like, I, fuck it at this point is basically what they're saying. We could be right or completely wrong. Lord knows. God help yeah. you. <laughs> this, um, I feel like Frankie gave really bad advice this time, too. No, are you kidding? I really liked it. I mean, so for normal people, that is good advice. But for what's happening exactly right now in the house with people like, nor and kai and jenna giving the advice that not all red flags are a big deal is bad advice right now (laughs) that is such bad advice okay 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 so first of all to be fair to dr frankie i'm 90 percent sure she does not watch this show but this Um, is why they need to tell her the like they need to tell her well yeah but we've never thought production did a good job taylor (laughs) it's like the i'm putting this one on production also I liked, because, you know, we've been using the words pet peeves, but the word used in the game for all of these things are red flags. Yeah, those are not super interchangeable, are they? No, and, and I feel like that is sort of the one problem is, is... Oh, it's the one? There is a difference, is like, is that a pet peeve is sort of the red flag's younger cousin. <laughs> like, yeah, they're related, <laughs> um, and... I feel like Dr. the point Dr. Frank was trying to make was sort of a good thing. Is like, these are not things that make or break relationships. Not, like, legitimately. Um, and, like, you have to... 
Like, your perfect match isn't going to literally be perfect. I mean, I know that. And again, it's good advice for real people. And, and honestly, these, it's this even good is the advice. closest we've had to real people. I know. And even just later, this would be fine advice for them. But right now, specifically, after we've, yeah. especially after we've had a flare up, this is exactly the kind of thing they could attach to and say, oh, well, Dr. Frankie said it was okay. Yeah. But... And God knows when she's going to be back again to clarify what she meant. <laughs> I have to hope that they do have regular sessions with her, even if we don't see them. I highly doubt that. She I doesn't mean, know what's fair... happening, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, therapy is very boring to watch. <laughs> well, I agree, and we should, and we shouldn't be watching it. But I... <laughs> it is like a direct <laughs> Okay, nope. Anyways, we're moving past this. Oh yeah. So right after this, Terrence pops up again and attacks you verbally <laughs> and emotionally. Um, but then we get a date, and wait, no, are we not going to talk about what he says? Because he tells us, oh, oh yeah, we're getting a perfect match with no truth booth. I don't know where that accent came from. <laughs> but we're. I like it. But wh- what? What? Yeah. Just what? Also, we already know who it is. Yeah. Like, all, all he does is fucking offend me every time he comes up on the screen. Okay. But yes, then we do get so, to the date. And I think you're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you, Taylor. What's that? Um, there's no water. I mean, not like they're on, they're not in the water, but they're on the water, right? No, 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 no. Um, this is going to be really confusing. So, so, you know, uh, kind of like jet skis. Yeah. On the water. Imagine jet skis, but for land. So they're in dry dock. A, A little bit further away. All right, I'm putting an end to this. They go ATV. They're on ATV. <laughs> and the rainforest, they were still like, we're going to get water in here somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to complain about this at all. They're, we're not in the ocean. Fuck it. I'm Fun. happy. Um, <laughs> Basit gives a speech about how they can be masculine and feminine and all that sort of stuff. And I, I loved it. It was a great speech, except for the fact that they were like, we're going to hit these humps. We're going to hit these bumps. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're riding on like a, a very well paved like trail <laughs> that is perfectly flat for them. And I think immediately after it, too, one of the girls like throws their hands up and is just like screaming. Like, <laughs> like it's clearly very chill. And it's like, I agree with your message, but. The editing did not help you out. <laughs> the editing couldn't even find any, like, mild hills or rocks that you bounced on. I mean, they could have cut to a close-up of Basit grunting or something, though. Like, they could have thrown him a bone, and they chose not to. <laughs> they did. Uh, um, Kyla, so, 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 okay, this date was trying to do everything bad. First, they're on land. Second, they're in a weird three-way. <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, we're not going to have time this week. So just uh, keep it snappy. That was my first thought when I saw it. It's like, oh, they're like, it's together. We're, it's all yeah. of them right now. <laughs> and That's okay. so awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. So Kylie, Nor and Jenna is already a little bit awkward. 
And then Nor decides to be like, and I also really want to fuck Kai, right, Jenna? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that? This was such an awkward episode, just constantly. This was, oh, oh my god. god. Thank god we immediately just jump over to, to the to other the day. normals. <laughs> where, where Brandon is at least up front and is like, hey, Basit, do you mind? No. Like I'm, so, like I'm so sorry they put us in a position where I have to ask you to do this. But. Right. I like. I like that he's like, look, I think you're great. You know, I love you. I'll give you a kiss. Get the fuck out of here. I love to watch you go. <laughs> and I like that Brandon and Aisha do just sort of like watch Basit walk away. Uh-huh. And then they have like um, the most understated date, but like are super connected. But yeah. so understated. It's it's a normal fucking date. Right? There's yeah, they don't make out. They don't finger bang each other. <laughs> they just sit there and talk. Uh-huh. So I feel like this episode moves really fast. I feel like we're flying through this. I it feels like nothing happened in this episode. It was all fluff and filler. I I it didn't feel like it in the moment. It felt like it was dragging out. Oh, I disagree. Honestly, I enjoyed this episode, even though it was so constantly awkward. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah. To well, the let's truth get to booth. the truth booth. Um, ATV life, someone yells <laughs> as we come into the scene. <laughs> Presumably Terrence? I don't know, but somebody said that. They're ATV people now, Aubrey. God, that got me. Oh, I wasn't expecting that one to get you. (laughs) I honestly just picture a Property Brothers type thing with Max and Justin. (laughs) Okay. Calm, and we're going to move past this. (laughs) Um, Brandon gives a very sweet speech. Oh, and and I think this sort of exemplifies uh, uh, why Brandon and Asia have gotten zero time. Uh Uh-huh. It's because they're like, yeah, we're really into each other. We really want to be a perfect match. But if we're not, like, we get it. That's the game. And we'll, like, we'll, we'll move past this. But Aisha's, like, really great. She's a bomb-ass person. And, like, anybody would be lucky. Yeah. And then Remy's like, oh, way to come out of your show, man. Like, I know it's a big thing for you. And that's definitely why they've never gotten any screen time. If that's yeah. Brandon <laughs> opening up. <laughs> I mean, bless um, them both, but... Oh, I, they're such normal, reasonable <laughs> people, and I love it. Uh, I love that Brandon got to say something nice. I love that Remy got to say something nice. I, I and mean, then Terrence comes fucking in and is like, this is do or die, guys. And, like, it's literally not, <laughs> but okay. Well, and Danny with the drama, too, he says, only sadness and heartbreak have come out of that truth booth so far. <laughs> He's right, though. I mean, he's totally right, but... I feel, oh, my God. I feel like Max was supposed to say that one. Uh, yeah, he did steal that line. Um, so, they go into the truth booth, uh-huh. and they're a perfect match, which I called. I mean, Terrence told us this was going to happen. Yeah, we found a perfect match without the truth booth, guys. We did it. I mean, but he told us two different things. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? 
in the beginning, you just said there's going to be a perfect match revealed. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you could take that as a spoiler for this. And then the second one he said was, we're going to show a perfect match with no truth booth. Well, when, I don't know, it just, it felt like it was obvious that this was going to be a match and then something else was going to happen to me. Yeah. It did feel very obvious. But anyway, I'm happy for them. So what happens next? Nor and Kai get together or are just talking. That's the thing. I think they maybe kiss once, but I honestly... I don't... Oh, they do later. They, yeah, yeah, they, they don't do They don't hear, though. Although Jenna and Jasmine can both agree that Kai and Nor don't make any sense. Because Jenna's so over them. <laughs> Jenna needs to stop being jealous. I mean, it is her thing, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's like her personality trait. Um, and Jasmine... I mean, it is literally the card that pops up under her face, to be fair. <laughs> Valid. Like, it's hard to not live up to a label when it's presented like that. True. Although they don't see it. I think she does in her own mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jasmine says she's definitely not jealous of Kai. And she doesn't really care. But she, she like, she's like, I think what she's trying to say is, like, she's not going to get jealous and pouty and bitchy. But at the same time, she's not going to pretend like it's not happening. She knows. She just isn't going to let it fuck up her night. Which, fair enough. Like, yeah, totally. And then Kai and Nor make out. Well, they get way too drunk, too. Well, that's... Honestly, I was gonna say that's everyone on the show, but not this season. It's actually been very little on this season. That's what I mean. Like, it stood out. That's usually how everybody is all the time. But I saw it and I was like, oh, wow, they're, like, a bit too drunk. We haven't really seen much of that yet. Yeah. But they were having fun, whatever. Like, it didn't seem like it was a big deal all around. Probably fucked things up with Jasmine, but other than that, I don't know. Like, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Um, Everybody seems pretty fine with that happening. Yeah. Uh, we get another quick intro from Terrence. Um, he just pops up and says, We're gonna get you." Yeah, don't worry. Bombshell coming. We're gonna make sure there are no surprises in this episode. <laughs> um. So, then, on... The next morning, we get another thing of, Dan of Kai, and this time it's Danny and Kai. <laughs> and they're in some ugly-ass underwear. <laughs> they're skivvies. They have a skivvies wrestle. Um, and, I mean, they're very cute. The fact that Danny can just fucking, fucking lift Kai <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but Danny says something that I, I think is really insightful and, like, true. Uh-huh. Um, which is that he's like, oh, I, I'm having a lot of fun with Kai, and I don't think it's unique because I think Kai works really hard to make everybody feel special with him. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, that's a very perceptive comment from Danny, and, like, it's good for the—I think it's good that he can just sort of have fun with Kai and know that it doesn't necessarily mean anything. I think some people yeah. lack that. Uh, I agree. And I also think, um— uh, you know, because here's my part where I talk about Kai and my thoughts on Kai. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, which are, you know, that sort of statement combined with the fact that earlier, like in the first episode, we hear Kai talk about this is the first time that he feels like sort of generally accepted and like attractive. Ah, I see um, where you're going with this. Well, I mean, I think it's just like, I think it's entirely predictable as to why he's acting the way he is. Not that that makes it like okay or like 
free pass or whatever. I mean, I don't even um, think it's that bad, to be fair. It's just, you know. He, yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, like, if he was on a straight season, he wouldn't even be the worst one in the house. No, not even close. Not even close. He would honestly be probably one of the better ones. And, like, whatever. Um, But I think it's just an interesting thing uh, of getting to see someone else to sort of take on Kai. Um, Because uh, my guess is in real life, when you try and make everyone feel special, they don't see you doing it with other people. So it's a lot less of an issue. Yeah, I suppose. Well, and also I think it is interesting, because I had forgotten that Kai had mentioned that this was the first place where they really felt accepted by everybody. And I can see how... Like, how could you almost not try and have the best relationship you could with everybody, especially if you're, you know, horny, like... Right. Like a person taking hormones are. Yeah, that's interesting. Fucking puberty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's like, you know, especially because, again, in real life, you know, trying to have the best relationship with people, a lot of that is just a very good platonic relationship. But this is a house where the best relationship possible with every other person in the house is a sexual and romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Welcome to and sex so he's house. Trying to have him, he's trying to catch them all. <laughs> Kai's out here playing Pokemon. Oh, and we thought it was going to be Remy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we have the genocide of this plot line because they're getting to know Amber because they're completely over Kai. Yeah, I. Th- that's what I always do on my first date is bring up my exes and how over them I am. Right. I'm s- I think it really just sort of sets a great mood. Don't worry though, she's completely over Kai. I don't even think about him honestly anymore, except for when I'm thinking about like ah, that I don't care that he was making out with Nor. <laughs> that said, Amber asked for a Harry Potter fan, and Jenna has a Harry Potter tattoo. So you know what? Perfect match. Perfect. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. That seems pretty conclusive to me. I mean, and both of them have issues with being cheated on, so, like, yeah. I mean, and I don't know. Sure, why not? The non-crazy yeah. Jenna is a perfectly nice person, so. Right, that's the thing. Is, is the longer Jenna's away from Kai, the more I like Jenna. And, and vice versa. The longer yep. Kai's away from Jenna. <laughs> Agreed. Um, and then we get Jonathan and Bissette. And <sighs> so Jonathan... Decides to make a bunch of flower crowns and, like, a, fuck, a bunch of shit. Just as a romantic gesture, which, like... His actions no offense, are nice. He didn't make those. I, I don't even care. His actions are nice. It's just his words that are always just a little bit off, aren't they? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just nothing he, he says feels sincere. And I don't... I don't it know. It feels like producers came up to him and were like, listen, you're Basit's perfect match and we need this for the ratings. So fucking go make nice and fall in love with them. Right? Like, I don't want to accuse them of that, but that's what it feels like is happening to me. Yeah. Um, and it's made I even mean, more awkward. Can I get to what actually fucking happens here? Oh, yeah, go for it. It's made even aw- more awkward, because right as Basit is saying, I'm not saying we're fixed, but, like, I guess we're on the road to Basit and Jonathan are a perfect match. Womp, womp, womp. Well, I mean, MTV has always had perfect timing. I guess we're doing this now? I guess. Like, I don't know why. Right? Like, what the fuck? What is this? What are we so, doing here? 
I've been reading the Reddit, and I have some people's guesses as to why we're doing this. I'd love any insight that they can So offer. one is that they're having a problem with ratings, and this is a way to boost ratings. Again, I get it. Not the right way, though. Um, Another one is that one of the reasons that this season isn't getting as many viewers, one person said that they've had straight people who said that they don't watch because they can't predict the couples, and it's too confusing. Um, and that's why they stopped watching. So with this, it makes it easier. And it's like, look, if you can't do it, we'll do it for you. I was okay. Sure, whatever. That's dumb. I mean, look, I, they're not good reasons. No, I know. That's why I'm not arguing with you. But is that all of them? Yeah, that's all of them that I could think of. <laughs> all right. Oh, that is stupid. Yeah, it's a garbage. They shouldn't have done it. Um, I, I feel like we're flying through this, but we're at the matchup ceremony. So the matchup ceremony, uh, Jasmine looking fucking fly as shit. I always miss the fashions. I mean, her hair was like blue and green, bruh. It could have been on fire. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Jenna and Amber. Sure, why not? I Nora's jealous. I mean, sure, why not? I, which is, like, okay, like, here's the thing. Is at first she was like, Bleh, and I was like, okay, she wanted to pick Jenna, that's fine. And she's like, but I still like Amber. And I'm like, oh, well, no, this is dumb now. Stop it. I mean, yeah, Nora's doing her thing. Basit and Jonathan. There's, hey, I think they're probably a perfect match. The part that bothered me most about this whole thing was said here. And it's because Jonathan, when he's talking about this newfound connection with Basit, says, I genuinely feel happy about this connection we've created. And it's like, A, people who are happy with the person they're with don't say that. They just don't. And two, they don't spend like five fucking minutes thinking about the word for what they feel. Yeah, and then come up with happy. It's probably a positive emotion, right? Right, guys? Yeah, they're the cameraman's nodding. Ah, I'm gonna go with happy? I don't know. I yeah, just I, was right. I feel really bad if Jonathan is being sincere and we're dragging him through the mud, but bro. Yeah. Like he feels like he's being so fucking fake. Yeah. Honestly, even if he is being sincere. I mean, it doesn't hurt to know how you come across. Also, I like that um, when Basset explains what Jonathan did for them, uh, you know, the flowers and everything, um, we get a bunch of people, like, patting Jonathan's, like, back and shoulders, one of whom is Remy, which is so very much, like, Remy was never, never hated Jonathan specifically, he just hated his choices, (laughs) (laughs) which I just very much love. I mean, he's the matchup police, and as long as you're following his goddamn rules, we're not going to have a yeah, problem here. Yeah, as long here. as the matchup laws haven't been broken, <laughs> you're good. Why do you think Basit hasn't stepped out of line? Basit knows what'll, <laughs> what'll happen if he crosses Remy, if they cross Remy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, so next we get Jasmine and Kylie, um, because Jasmine, I guess, didn't want to pick Kai, because Kai's too attention needy. So this was literally just a way for her to punish him? Right. Like, it's one thing if you don't want to pick Kai, but this is not really the time to send a message, I feel like. Right. Well, and it's like, it's fine if you're like, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling Kai anymore. Great. 
I need to show him that I have other options. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Right? You could do that any other time. Um, Danny and Kai, and we get the best look from Nora. <laughs> which I love. It's, it's this great combination of surprise and disappointment. Yeah. I just, she was like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll pick someone else then. I'm all alone. I, I was going to scream if Nora and Paige ended up being the only two left. That, I was concerned that that was going to be a possibility. But Paige gets picked Smek, so don't worry. And she picks Carrie. Uh-huh. Justin and Max. Duh. And Nora and Remy. Picked last, Remy. Ugh. Tragic. So, uh, I'm not even going to do any sort of fanfare or holding this up. We're not going to go to commercial. They get three beams. Sometimes you got to take what you can get. Words from Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what yeah. other? You want to know what other advice he gave him? What other advice? I'm quoting: "You must find your perfect matches." <laughs> oh, Taylor! What? No, I've been playing the game all wrong. Oh, were you not doing that? What were you trying? Oopsie! Were you following your heart? I was. Idiot. You're supposed to be finding your perfect match. Sorry, I've been using strategy, and we all know strategy has never done anything good for anyone ever. No, that's never helped a single person in the world. It's never saved a life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can, can we get to the math section? Yes, what math do we have? Oh, we have so much math today. This is what's going to make our podcast long. And here's the math. So get off your ass, let's do some math. Math, 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 math. Okay. So first of all, uh, we're down to 11 possibilities left. What? Yeah, there are 11 pairings left after tonight. Oh my god. Um, specifically because of, this was after the truth booth. Actually, the matchup ceremony gave us nothing. Really? That's funny. So, oh, because, because after we the... know who it is already. We know who the three beams are for sure? Yeah, kind of. Okay, we'll get there. So, Sorry. So after the, the, after the truth booth, uh, when Brandon and Asia were confirmed, that meant there are only 11 possibilities. Um, and it also confirmed another match. Are you ready to hear what it is? Oh, I don't like knowing, but yeah, yeah tell me. Uh... It's Jasmine and Noor. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? I mean, just, I'm curious to see that play out. Sure. That works for me, I um, think. And I have some really bad news for the Jax fans. Don't say it. Um, so, this is sort of a two-pronged piece of news. Um, so, uh, Danny and Kai have a 90.9, so a 91% chance of being each other's match. That's too bad. And only in the 1 out of 11 situations where they are not a match, is it possible that Justin and Max are a match? Oh, so both of my preferred options can be true. I don't even have to pick. I can just go for that option. Wait, which option is that? The one where Danny and Kai aren't together, but Justin and Max are? Yeah, that's perfect. That's ideal. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a problem here. Oh, but okay. So for me, it is because you know that right at the beginning, I was like, I want to see the Danny Kai sex tape. 
but also I want to see the Justin Max sex tape. Give me the tapes. I am way more invested in the Max Justin relationship. And <gasps> frankly, Danny I and mean, Kai so as a matchup I. don't make any sense. Like, I get you want to see the smushing, but. <sighs> I do. And I guess they don't need to get together to smush, so whatever. And the match doesn't make any sense. It's, it doesn't. All that does is confirm Max and Justin if there's any, right, if there's because- any reality to this show at all. Right, because cause, cause Kai and Danny get along, and they're good friends, but Kai is a hoe, and Danny's whole problem was that his fiance left him at the fucking altar, more or less. Yeah, Danny was ready for marriage. They are just nowhere right. near on the same page. But we've yeah. been through this before. We know this. Right. So, um, fun fact, though, if Justin and Max are together... Do you want to guess who Kai is with? Sure. I mean, no. Tell me, though. Remy. I mean, y- yep. Called it. Yep! We're fucking crushing this. We, <laughs> this. If this isn't it, I think we officially- Our predictions are baller. So, there's one last very, very notable piece of news. Okay. Which is that Paige and Jenna also have a 91% chance of matching. Meaning only in one scenario do they not match. Interesting. And again... Is it the true scenario? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's in the true timeline, the best timeline, where Paige and... Ke- <laughs> where Amber is with Paige in that situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that, actually. That works. <laughs> this really is the best timeline. I mean, if you want, I can send you the, the best timeline in just that one. I. So that you can make an informed decision on if this is what you consider the best timeline. I don't want to go there yet, but I have a feeling by the end of next episode, I'll be ready to do that. There'll probably be like four, and I can really easily pick this one as the best one. Okay. So, we're going to move on to the matchup ceremony, which is much faster. Because the matches are Jenna and Amber, who we know are a not match. Jasmine and Kylie, who we know are a not match. Paige and Carrie, who we know are a not match, and Remy and Noor, who we know are a not match. So that's four of them already. Uh-huh. So then we know that Brandon and Asia are a match. Yep. We know that Basit and Jonathan are a match. Yep. And we know that Max and Justin and Danny and Kai cannot both show up as a beam. Yeah, exactly, which is why Max and Justin are a beam. Yes. Problems. So that's, that's what that. I meant by saying we knew who the three beams going into it were, for the record. <laughs> I honestly um, assumed the math was going to confirm Mustin. Nope. I mean, it does in the fact that there is one true timeline. Yep. Going into the matchup ceremony, the math is like there is only one option and it is three beams. Yeah. Um, and we learn nothing from it. That's funny. Yeah. And. That's the math, that's the math, that's the math, that's the math. I already have a song, so. I know, but. Math, 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 math. Cool. Do we have anything else? This is another episode that ends after the matchup ceremony, so there's nothing to go here. Just a heads up, Are You the One is moving to a different time slot. It's going, I think, two hours later on Monday, so it's. Oh, wait. Holy shit, it's moving to Monday. <laughs> Oh no, Taylor! I'm glad you were trying to tell them something and instead told yourself something. Yeah, I. Oh, so okay. So we're on Mondays at what time? It's 11 p.m. on Mondays. Oh, is this a ratings thing? Are they trying to save it? 
No, they're trying. No, they they're, trying they're to doing what it. they do. And sh- yeah, they're killing it. Uh, that's they're doing bad. what shows do. Oh, do you want to know what's super fucked up? Sure, why not? One big reason for the negative ratings, in my estimation, has got to be because of last season's fuckfest. Like the shit show that was last season. I almost didn't watch this season uh, until they announced that it was gay. I mean, I don't know. I have no speculation on that front. I'm just mad that straight people might have ruined another thing for me. As long as you have your scapegoat, Aubrey. I always have my scapegoat, and it's always pronounced heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we made it through another episode of the Boom Boom Room, huh? Yeah. Well, before we go, Aubrey, what is your moral for the week? My moral for this week is that while you could be content and happy to lead a quiet life, being loud and producing lots of drama gets you airtime on TV. Like, in one case, you're happy. In the other case, people know your name. I told you I was looking for some empathy. Well, you fooled me. Just a touch and the thought and I was gone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Boom Boom Room. I've been your host, Taylor. I've been your other co-host, Aubrey. And this has been the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You The One podcast. I've been your host, Taylor. I've been your other co-host, Aubrey. And I just remembered that Jonathan was unnaked and afraid. Oh, the subreddit posts about that, like, every week. Yes, I love it. But thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Reddit as TBBR underscore podcast or on your own subreddit slash r slash TBBR. You can send us an email, tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review or told a friend who watches the show about our podcast. Because the more the merrier, I guess. I don't know. Hasta la vista, baby. I promise to Stop. And it wasn't love